what's going on everyone thank you for joining us for another episode of our podcast i'm les and i'm mo and this is the les and mo show what is shaking bacons this is episode 10 we are literally two episodes away from the season one finale, guys. Just crazy. I, it blows my mind. But it feels like, you know, the season has really flown by. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with your guys' support. So we really appreciate you guys. Today, we're going to be talking about the Prisma Reyes case from 2019. That's still an ongoing investigation. Um, her case is one of mystery because she basically vanished into thin air. The other case we're going to be discussing is the curious disappearance of Sherry Papini. And I really hope that you guys have not heard of this case because the twist of it all is pretty shocking and for me a little maddening, but she disappeared in 2016. So it, it's a wild ride we're going to have today. Yeah, both cases are pretty recent, so not too long ago. And uh, let's get into Prisma first. So Prisma was born in Mexico in 1992. Several years later, her family moved to the Dallas area in Texas. Prisma was a very impressive young girl who not only learned how to speak fluent English in just one summer, but she would go on to get a scholarship into a science and math magnet school. She set high goals for herself, and because of her ambition, she was able to accomplish a lot in her short life. Upon graduating, she would join the National Guard while becoming a paralegal. She was well spoken of by her family and friends. Her family would state that all she wanted to do was better herself. She became a mother at the age of 22 to a little boy. She was always doing everything she could to be the best mother. So on April 17, 2019, when Prisma didn't show up to pick up her little boy from the babysitter, her family started to get concerned. I would be concerned too. When you're that dedicated of a mom and you don't show up to pick up your kid, you know, you always have backup contacts and emergency contacts for this particular reason. So I'm sure when her mom got the phone call, her mom's heart probably dropped and was like, where the hell could my daughter be? Yeah, if she's, if she's someone that's like always like punctual and on time, yeah. would, it seemed like she was. Um, definitely a concern. Absolutely. But on April 17th, the day started like any other. Prisma and her son got up, got dressed, and went about their normal routine of going to the sitter's house, and Prisma went to work. For her lunch break, Prisma decided to go to a Tex-Mex restaurant where she and her ex-boyfriend met for lunch. The ex-boyfriend has never been officially identified by police as he was literally never charged with anything relating to this case. He um, even ca- he was even captured on the surveillance videos from the restaurant leaving alone. And Prisma had stayed behind at the bar of the restaurant to continue just having some drinks. Which, why are you on your lunch break going out and having drinks? Shouldn't you be going back to work like... That's a little... Maybe she was having a bad day. Yeah, I mean, I've had a drink at work before, so yeah. I get it. But um, it's reported that Prisma got into an altercation with one of the bartenders and was asked to leave the restaurant. 
That's not good. No, you know that you're in a like in a way. If you're being asked to leave a restaurant, that's not a good during thing. the day. <laughs> yeah, while you've been drinking. So, yeah. I wonder what happened there. But upon leaving, it gets crazier. Prisma got involved in a road rage incident while she was on her route back to work. So the police were called to the scene, but she had already left by the time that they arrived. Hmm. (laughs) So this isn't good. This isn't starting out good. Her being intoxicated, having altercations and, you know, dangerous incidents it doesn't look good. Yeah, you know? she's definitely having a bad day. Yeah, Something's something not right. Something was up for sure. She then headed back towards her job, but then turned around and headed to her ex's apartment building called Olympus at Ross, where she was last seen on security cameras pacing in front of a parking garage elevator. In the footage, you can see Prisma talking on the phone, and another camera, you can see Prisma running towards the elevators looking distraught. So. That's scary. That reminds me of the Lisa Lamb story at Cecil Hotel where she was caught on footage, you know, inside the elevator acting all weird. Seems like almost like a same type of reaction where they're having almost like a meltdown Mm -hmm. where they're getting away from something. Yeah. Or, you know, and that doesn't help when the person's intoxicated by something either because we don't know if you're hallucinating if you're you know if you're tripping like and we don't know if she was drugged like oh you know she was at the restaurant um her boyfriend her ex was initially there and then but i don't know that's highly unlikely yeah i mean that would be pretty crazy and they have security cameras so i think they would find that but who knows i mean people are sneaky so One resident stated to police that she did, in fact, enter the elevator and then wouldn't say which floor she got off on. There is no proof she got off the elevator and into her ex's floor either. When questioned by the police, her ex would say, you know, he had a very strong alibi for that time. So there wasn't much the police could do on him. Uh, The police did believe, though, that someone saw something, but no one has come forward yet. So... That's pretty sad, you know, especially if this one guy is like, yeah, I saw her get off the elevator. Then why aren't you saying what floor she got off on? Mm -hmm. You know, what a guy. But Prisma's mom and stepdad have not given up on trying to find their daughter. They were definitely heartbroken by her disappearance and knew there had to be some sort of foul play because she would never leave her son behind, even if she decided to leave and start a new life. So no one has stopped searching for her in the last two years. There are are still no answers and no evidence in this case to provide closure to those who knew Prisma. The investigation is still ongoing. So this is still something fairly new, which means that we will most likely be doing an update on this if they find more information. We definitely will. But they definitely need to look into... Uh, her life and see if she had yeah. if anyone had any sort of like animosity against her and didn't mm-hmm. like her any enemies for whatever reason I like was thinking like maybe the bartender she had an altercation with had something to do with it or the road rage person I don't know like I don't know how they would have been involved you but... seen that movie with Russell Crowe with the road rage yeah oh my <laughs> gosh it would be like that, huh? It could oh be. God. I mean, if the guy, if the person who she had that incident with, like, followed her 
chases her down into the parking garage and eventually did something but that's yeah. again you would see that on camera right i mean they caught her on camera but nobody else well and that's the thing this camera footage is so wild because she's literally like from two different camera angles she's outside of the parking garage and there's a street obviously that you turn on to but she's across the street on the other sidewalk and she runs from there into the garage building and to the elevator hmm. but then in the other video you see her she's just standing there and she doesn't look like as distraught as that but she's just kind of standing there on her phone and i don't understand why the phone records weren't really clear about who she was talking to and all of that right? so yeah, I mean, there's so much mystery to this case, and I, you wonder, are the police just not doing enough? Is it somebody connected, so they're just kind of sweeping it under the rug or whatever? But, yeah, so that's the crazy Prisma Reyes story. But let's go ahead and talk about our second story, which is the craziest story of all. <laughs> I this, is, this one's insane. I mean, I can't believe people actually do this. Yeah, it is wild. But this is the case of the um, kidnapping of Sherry Papini. Twisted kidnapping. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sherry Papini, she was born Sherry Louise Grafe on June 11th, 1982. She married Keith Papini in 2009, and they would have two children together. They settled down in Redding, California, and the family seemed to be living the American dream until November 2nd, 2016. It's said that Sherry went out for a jog in her community during the day, and by the time Keith, her husband, came home, she had not returned, so she'd been gone the whole day. Keith started to get really concerned as it wasn't like her to just kind of leave for an extended period of time and not call him and at least let him know where she was going. So he decided to use the Find My iPhone app to try and locate her. And he actually did locate her phone and her earbuds at an intersection about a mile from their home. She was 34 years old at the time of her disappearance. So, I mean, so far, it seems like a normal disappearance, like someone's yeah. going out for a jog and then they're taken, kidnapped. Yeah, that yeah. happens. People it does happen. Smacked from someone hiding in the woods or yeah. around the corner. Absolutely. And the search for Sherry actually started right away with volunteers and a lot of manpower from the police force behind the investigation. Keith would make appearances on TV asking for the return of his wife. And after three weeks of searching on Thanksgiving Day, Sherry was found. She was discovered on the side of the road about 150 miles from her home. And she was in shackles. She had visible injuries on her body. And while taking the initial report, she would tell that she would tell the police that she was abducted at gunpoint by two Hispanic women who had let her go earlier that morning. At 4.30, she would then tell the police that the woman never, the, the two women never showed their face because they had Sherry's face covered with a hood. So, she never saw who it was and had no idea what they looked like. I don't she, believe that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> she would say that the, woman the, the two women violently abused her over the three weeks ordeal. She said she was beaten, her nose was broken, 
And she was even branded when she tried to escape, which is crazy. Why would someone just brand, brand her? Like, <laughs> And what was the symbol? Dang it. What was the symbol that she was branded with? I want to know. <laughs> her hair was also cut off, and she did not get any food for majority of the time. So she was basically being tortured. Yeah. She stated that she was bound to a pole and was given a litter box to use as a restroom. Her husband would also report that she was only 87 pounds when she returned, which is insane to yeah. think, you know, this is next in just three weeks, all 87 pounds. That's a skinny person. That's really, really, really skinny. That's bad. And who, what I wonder how much she weighed going into this. She looks like a petite kind of gal, like from her pictures and stuff. But 87 pounds, that's like some kind of Dr. Phil show, you know, mm -hmm. waiting to happen. Sheriff and invest the sheriff and investigators started searching for the uh, two assailants and as well as the dark SUV that was, you know, said to be the getaway vehicle. They put out a bolo, be on the lookout, and uh, stated, you know, to watch out for two Hispanic women in a dark SUV and that they might be armed with a handgun. <sighs> okay, so... There's not a lot of details. Yeah. I mean, with the, you know, the assailants, like, you know. Well, could and be there's, anyone. A, there's a reason for that one, too, you know. But at the same time, the police would say there is um, other information that they're investigating, but they did not want to release any of the information, which is a little sketchy. Because when you have someone who's kidnapped and you have two assailants on the lookout, usually you're releasing all the information that you have, you know. But... Police would also polygraph Keith, her husband, who would pass the test, but they still looked into his role a little further. They did so because there began to be some inconsistencies with Sherry's story. However, Sherry was found with male and female DNA on her. Neither strand of DNA was confirmed to be hers or her husband's. When it was tested, the DNA did not match anyone in the national database either. The investigation failed to prove any to provide any further leads at the time, and eventually, although it was still an active investigation, it took until this year, 2022, for more details to emerge. Oh boy. Here it goes. This is the twist, y'all. On March 3rd of this year, the police arrested 39 year old sherry because she because they determined that she actually lied about her kidnapping <sighs> they had found evidence suggesting she had actually left on her own accord and was staying with her ex-boyfriend the entire time <laughs> she had used burner phones to arrange the entire situation they had planned for him to pick her up and take her 600 miles away to his home in southern california her injuries were found to be self-inflicted and she even branded herself. Yo, she took it to the next level. She was committed. Yeah. This For what, is though? Nuts. For what? Like, I mean, what? You're an unhappy housewife or some shit. You need adventure or whatever you need. Like, I don't know. I don't get. I don't, I don't, get, I don't get why she did it. Attention, maybe. Like, you. she wanted attention. Like, she, like, she was bored or something. The charges brought against her were mail fraud and making false statements to a federal agent. 
The county prosecutor stated that she cost taxpayers more than $150,000 in resources for the investigation, which is nuts. That's a lot of freaking money for taxpayers to be paying can for you, nothing. Yeah, can you imagine her watching this on TV while they're looking for her and she's had her ex-boyfriend's house yeah. like, watching the news? Well, oh okay. Gosh. One thing that didn't make sense to me, though, about all this, so she's with her ex-boyfriend and everything. How did she come home being 83 pounds or 89 pounds, rather? It was the whole act. Like, she act. So she starved her own self that time at the, those She was weeks. in character. She That's was, crazy. She was ready to be kidnapped. Bitch was committed. She should have been. But, hey. The break in the case would be when Sherry's ex-boyfriend, who not only admitted to being part of the fake kidnapping, <laughs> but the male DNA found on Sherry matched that of his parents, who had submitted their DNA to Ancestry.com. Yeah, see, Ancestry.com, they got that. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> do not give your DNA to them. It literally just goes to anybody who wants it, it after that. It's bad. So he would also confess to branding Sherry on her orders. I can just imagine like them in a bedroom, and she's like, do it. Brand me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I like the sizzle. I like the sizzle. Her trial started on March 4th and is still in the process of coming to a final verdict. Sherry's family has rallied around her and shown their disagreement with the arrest, saying that it was unprofessional to blindside her with the arrest that was made in front of her children. She's facing a maximum of five years in prison and fines totaling over $500,000 if she's found guilty on all charges brought against her. I mean, yeah, Good. I think she should go to jail for that. Like, why yeah. would you do that? You know, that's that's ridiculous. And I mean, it's why when we talk about, you know, Prisma Reyes and other women, men, children who have gone missing, it's almost like a slap in the face to these people. Yes. Like, what, what the heck? Like, what are you doing? There's literally people who are for Actually real missing, yeah. going missing every day. Their families are torn apart by it. And you have the gall to sit there and fake it for what? And I hope she admits it. And I hope that she tells why she did this in court, because I need to know. I'm sure a lot of people need to know what the hell happened to get her to that point. That is nuts. Yeah, I mean, unless they come out with some more information that, oh, there were really two assailants that kidnapped her. But right now, it doesn't seem like it because her own ex-boyfriend flipped on her. Yeah, he was. Well, he would have faced jail time, yes. too, probably had he not. I mean, he was aiding and abetting someone who's committing a crime. So I don't get what you get out of that, though. Like, why was she yeah. doing this? If, if one of you guys knows, please comment why someone would do this. Yeah. Like, why? Why do you think that? Because for me, I literally am I'm sticking with my guns here, like I said earlier, and I'm saying that she was some bored housewife in the subs and she just needed some excitement or some shit in her life. And which <clears throat> it's messed up to me because don't you love your kids? Like, right? why did you do that? And your children are probably so upset that their mother is gone and then you walk back in like everything is fine knowing damn well that you plotted this so messed up i cannot i just can't with her wow 
What a crazy story. And even the, even the first story, you know, where Prisma just kind of disappeared. So And guys, when we talk about, you know, people who have gone missing and stuff, please, like, you know, you'll see the images that we post. But, like, please, like, dig into it a little bit more and keep an eye out for these people because you never know when you could be the person who turns a case around and finds someone who's missing. It does happen. It could happen. Yeah. So, Please make sure you look at her picture. Make sure when you see a missing poster, you know, somewhere, you take a good look at that person because you just never know. You could save a life. Yeah, especially with social media nowadays. But um, that will actually bring us to an end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we cannot wait for next week's episode. We've got a Two special guests. Yes, it's going to be really cool to have them. And the story we're talking about is awesome. So, yep. Tune in next week. See you guys. The The more more you know, know, the less less you fear. fear. So tune tune in in next week right back here. here.